0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. So I have to be honest with you. I have some problems with forgiveness. It started out kind of cute, actually. As a kid, I was always missing the point of the forgiveness parts of the Lord's Prayer. You've probably noticed that there are several different English versions of the Lord's Prayer. In my life, I've learned three different versions, including the ecumenical one that we pray here. One of the places the prayer uses different words is where it talks about forgiveness. So when we went to my grandma's church, we prayed, Forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. So I reasoned that I was six years old. I didn't owe anybody any money, so I was fine. It didn't apply to me. When I prayed the prayer at home, we prayed, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So trespasses, what's that? Uh, I knew the word trespass from these big, unfriendly, metal, uh, no trespassing signs that you can see on uh, fences and houses. So, again, trying to reason this out, uh, I figured as long as I stayed off of their property, I would be okay. Again, it, it didn't apply to me. As an adult, I'm able to look back and see a problem underlying these kind of cute misunderstandings. For me, it suggests a question. Why did I only feel safe if the prayer didn't apply to me? I probably doubted God's mercy. I worried that if I needed forgiveness, I might not be forgiven. So it was better to look for loopholes in the language and pretend not to need forgiveness at all. Have you ever worried that you wouldn't be forgiven? I think these doubts about forgiveness are pretty common. Martin Luther, the Christian thinker and reformer, wrote that it is human nature for our consciences to become terrified and doubt that God really forgives us. And that's why we look for loopholes, or like Peter in the gospel lesson today, we try to figure out how much we have to do to earn God's mercy. So those are some of the problems that I have with forgiveness. But there's another problem here. Before I get any further, when we talk about forgiveness and forgiving each other, we should also talk about how forgiveness has been misused in churches to create outcasts and tell people you aren't good enough to be here. Forgiveness texts from the Lord's Prayer to the Gospel lesson we heard today have been used to silence survivors of sexual abuse, with church leaders t- teaching that pressing pressing charges or speaking out against abusers is bad for reconciliation and therefore bad for community. These same texts have also been used to convince spouses to remain in life-threatening, abusive marriages. In other words, sometimes we use Jesus' command to forgive each other as a way to shame all those who can't just forgive and forget. I do think that these texts, which have been used for condemnation, can be a source of hope and healing for all of us who struggle with forgiveness. And that's important because on the first read all of this talk of forgiveness seems to add up to an impossible burden. There is a merciful God in there, I promise. But first, let's talk about the parts that make these texts hard to live with. For example, in our first lesson from Genesis, we learn that after being abused, sold into slavery, degraded and imprisoned, Joseph forgives his brothers And notes that God used his suffering for a greater good. That's a beautiful, amazing act of forgiveness. But honestly, it's tough to live up to. Then in the Gospel of Matthew, we hear Peter ask, How often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Peter is asking a very human question here it's the question of a terrified conscience. How much is enough? What do I have to do to be safe with God? What if I haven't done enough? Jesus confronts Peter's fear by multiplying Peter's number, because numbers don't matter here. There is no enough. No satisfaction formula for forgiveness. And then there's Jesus' parable about the king who forgives the slave's large debt only to find out that the slave has not forgiven a small debt that he was owed. This parable rings true to me in parts. Our debt to God is enormous, and our debts to each other, relatively small. But honestly, even under the best circumstances, I find myself relating to the forgiven but not forgiving slave, sometimes failing to forgive from my heart. Like the doubts of a terrified conscience, having trouble with forgiving others seems human to me, which is why it troubles me that Jesus offers such strong words of warning, saying that God will not forgive us if we don't forgive each other. His words seem to support one possible understanding of the Lord's Prayer, that we are only forgiven our sins, If we forgive those who sin against us. But then we have these amazing, merciful lines from the psalm today God does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. God removes our transgressions from us because God knows how we were made the Creator remembers that we are dust. This is good news. We don't have to try to find loopholes in the vocabulary of the Lord's Prayer. We don't have to be forgiven a certain number of times. We don't have to forgive a certain number of times in order to be forgiven. God knows us, really knows us, and loves us anyway. This is good news that we can take with us as we read any difficult text. Taking another look at the gospel lesson, Jesus' challenging words about having to forgive each other don't have to be a terrifying burden. Jesus' challenge leads us right to our need for good news about forgiveness. As my husband, Sean, puts it, if forgiveness were easy, we wouldn't need Jesus. We need Jesus because without his death, resurrection, and promise of new life for us, we would carry the burden of sin ourselves. And nothing we could do by ourselves would ever be enough to be safe with God. But because God freely forgives all our sins, that burden is lifted, and we are freed and emboldened to forgive others. When Peter asks Jesus for a number, a formula for how to be safe with God, Jesus shows him that numbers are irrelevant. God isn't keeping score. Peter is called, and we are called, to forgive because we are forgiven, not because we need to earn forgiveness. In Romans chapter 14, the source of our second reading today, St. Paul urges us to recognize that Christ is both the source and the model of our forgiveness. Forgiveness comes from Christ, and Christ is our model of how to forgive. Yet, Christians still do use forgiveness against people to judge others, saying, you aren't forgiving fast enough or completely enough or sincerely enough. Forgiveness can be a painful, even a lifelong process. Mutual reconciliation may not be immediately possible. And knowing that, we must not read these texts as texts of terror, pressuring those who have been oppressed to forget or to excuse, but rather, with the Spirit's help, to eventually forgive for the sake of their own healing and let that burden go. It is our deep need for healing that brings each of us to the foot of the cross searching for forgiveness. God's answer to our questions and our fears is deeply comforting. Because of the cross, because of Jesus, we don't have to ask, how much is enough? We don't have to find ways around the trespasses and the debts. We are freely, completely forgiven. That forgiveness which we did nothing to earn, not even forgive others seven or 77 or seven times 77 times, that free forgiveness is what makes it possible for us to forgive each other from our hearts. In a moment, we will sing these words. Forgive our sins as we forgive. You taught us, Lord, to pray but you alone can grant us grace to live the words we say. So forgiveness isn't easy. I think I'll always have some problems with it. But now when I pray the Lord's Prayer, my terrified conscience is deeply comforted because God knows us and loves us anyway. God forgives us completely, even though we did nothing to earn it. And that means we really are freed and empowered to forgive each other. Amen.